Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. Beautiful people, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich Podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. Episodes are dropped every single Sunday. You can find me on YouTube. App, I was going to say Apple TV for some reason. Wow, Apple. Dude, who knows? Maybe that was a... You're right. (laughs) Apple TV. What do you mean? And Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) On today's episode, guys, we have a friend of the show at this point. I feel like Jasmine's been on like 30 different episodes. But Jasmine, welcome back to the show. Hello. It's so good to be back. I feel like... I always feel like whenever we do these, like, it feels like such a long time, but, like, in reality, it's not. But I think it's, like, just so much goes on in our lives in between time. And it's so dope, too, because, like, every, I feel like every time we do catch back up, it's, like, another milestone in a short yeah. span of short span of time. Yeah, definitely. And Guys. honestly, I'm super hyped. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm super hyped to talk about, like, uh, the techniques that I've been utilizing lately that has just, like, completely elevated my reality. Yes, guys, this is a bit of a hungover episode. So me and Jasmine was chatting before we hit record and I just turned 30 last year and I can't drink like I used to. I only had two cups of wine and I woke up hungover as fuck and it's not the most enjoyable experience. I feel like as you get in your 30s, it takes you even longer to recuperate. I shouldn't be on a couch at 243 still struggling. Yeah, I don't like it. But Jasmine, you mentioned something interesting because, and I didn't even think about this shit. You was mentioning yeah. how you rescripted your day after it already happened so that when you do wake up, you, you're not hungover. And when you express it, I'm like, what? Yeah. Please, please talk to us about this. Yo, so I've been the past few months, like since, I want to say like since mid-May. I've been so into Neville Goddard and I always fucked with him. Um, like, and I, I feel like, especially like with Abraham Hicks teachings and just like raising your vibration. Um, yeah. I feel like, and everyone does this naturally, just like, you know, like you're just daydreaming about something and like, you know, you're just like, or like if you have a crush on someone, like you're just going to daydream about them, you know, it's like cute mm-hmm. little dates and stuff or your vacation. Like you're already dreaming about like how your day is going to go yeah. or you're going to see so it's like we do this naturally and Crazy. what i love about neville goddard's teaching is like bro there's a whole new level you can access that's directly going to impact your reality and how you interact with your reality Whoa. and i love that it also combines like bashar's teachings about multiple dimensions and shifting different timelines and making those quantum leaps and i feel like i'm finally like understanding like how to combine everything into like one useful technique that works for me. And so part of that, I was talking to Rich about this before we started. So one of my favorite techniques right now is called revision. And so basically what revision is, there's so many uses for it. And I have to admit, when I first heard about this, um, I kind of like when I would read it through the books and stuff, like, honestly, I kind of like skimmed over it because I guess part of me was like, you know, why would I need to revise my past? Like, is this on the power of awareness? Uh, Power of Awareness, and he mentions it in quite a few books. Like, it's kind of like his thing. And I didn't realize it before, but, like, he was pretty much saying that, like, Neville was saying that this is pretty much, like, the key technique. Like, I think at one point he was like, if I could leave you guys with anything, it would be revision. And for me, I was just like, yo, like, why would I need to change my past? Like, and I guess I was more into mindset. Like, dude, I'm always living in the present moment. Like, whatever happened in the past, like, clearly served us in some way. Like, there's nothing to regret. 
but what he really means by it bro like dude like in the perception of and the perspective that multiple dimensions and multiple realities exist i fully get it now so you can literally revise your past to the point where all of, like any bad memory you have any bad experience pretty much never happened like you're quantum leaping into wow. this version of you where none of that shit ever happened so yeah dude so like and i've been using it like i'm slowly kind of digging into my past because i feel like um i did like a lot of healing and stuff like that like i i removed a lot of heavy resistance um especially topics related to like family relationships like trauma wow. um and now i'm like with revision so i've been like literally going back and completely revising specific memories and scenarios and making it like the complete opposite like it was so enjoyable like i never went through the shit i went through and i'm like because when you think about it when you're my dad he's he's calling right now you right yeah let's go called it dude <laughs> yo okay i'll tell about this revision too come on so and this Dude, is real time. This is real fucking time. This is a real time manifestation. Okay, so, um, I think the last time we spoke, yeah, I was like in Costa Rica doing my retreat thing, um, teaching yoga and meditation, um, and then that kind of like fell through because I realized, um, I just had so much clarity about like the type of place I want to live in and stuff like that. So I come back to New York and, damn, like on like I had I owed taxes ran up credit card debt um, and I have so many plans for next year and for this year. Like I want to go on the Abraham Hicks cruise. I want to spend my winter in Thailand. Yo, I'm going to get a, a custom rollie. Winter in Thailand? Did you, yes. Yeah, did you hear that guy? Yes. a subtle flex. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just would like rent out a space and just like backpack through, yeah. through Asia. But And I was so steady in that belief, even with the debt. So, and I, like, I fully trusted it. Like in those moments, I'm like, all right, universe, like clearly I'm having these major fulfilling desires. So something's gonna happen. Like clearly it's gonna work out for this to happen. So I let go, cause I let my trust, complete trust in the universe. Like I mean, I don't give a fuck when the government gets their tax payment. I don't give a don't fuck give when a fuck. the credit card company, like it's all gonna come through anyway. And it's like, I. The interest is nothing. Come on, like in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like if abundance is going to be rolling in, who gives a fuck? Ooh, come on. So that helped me to completely let go of like any worries. Like that was the last thing I was thinking about. So I come back to New York and I'm like, okay, like I just set up my routine and I'm like, hmm, all right. These travel traveling deadlines are kind of coming up. Like what's, what's up universe? Like what's going to happen? Bro, this recruiter on LinkedIn hits me up yo and like we were he was giving me a few positions to work through and stuff like that um and to interview with and then his boss came out of came out of nowhere took a real interest in me and he was just like i think i know a company that's going to be a really good fit for you and i was like all right bet he sets me up like my first interview was like with the chief the chief operating officer like that's i've never had a first interview with like an executive the fuck mm. so I was like, this is interesting. So, and I got a really good vibe from him. So I come, what I, the first thing I did, I scripted, all right, if I'm going to do a nine to five again, like this has to change. Like I am mm. not going through that same bullshit I went through before. So I scripted my perfect position right now. No limitations. I want a cool ass manager, boss, team, like cool as fuck. I want people that always put family and their own lives first before work. Like they're, they're not nerds about the actual job. Like no one's going to be emailing me at like 6 PM, you know, yeah. uh, super relaxed company. Yeah. Like I wanted to be so chill. Dude, by my sec, by my third interview, like I was literally tearing up because these people were saying exactly Whoa. what was in my script, bro. Whoa. They were like, if you got to pick up your kid, go. Like, we're not going to ask any questions. We're fully remote. People are all over the world traveling and still doing their thing. And they were like, hey, like, as long as you get the work done, we don't we don't give a shit, basically. Come on. And I was just like, 
dude, are you serious right now? The best part, bro, I, again, no logic. I scripted um, my perfect position. And I love, all right, if I'm going to be in this consulting role, um, I love training people. So I was just like, you know what? Like, I want to do consulting and training. I am now hired and just got off the phone for my offer to be a consultant training specialist. And they literally made up the role for me, bro. This was all in a week's time span, by the way. I had my, <laughs> and the most, this is the highest salary I've had yet. They went up 10K from what I asked for. Uh, what, bro? So, you and continue a bit, to impress let me, me go back. God, damn. Dude, let me go back to the revision because I think this is what really helped. So, because I had previous momentum about like my ideas about a nine to five, I was so against it. And I always just assumed like, all right, my nine to five means like my freedom is instantly yeah. going to go away. Like I'm not going to have time freedom anymore. And I was like, you know what? Let me completely revise that. What mm -hmm. if I, this whole time I had lived in a world and reality where no matter what job I was doing, I always had fun. I always had time for everything that I wanted to do too. Yeah. And my job was cool as fuck. So I literally went back and revised like all of those memories I've had of like boring ass meetings, being stressed out. I completely revised it to the opposite. So, and it's getting to the, so with revision, Fuck. you take any memory or scenario. Um, and all right, like what was, what would have been the best possible outcome in that moment? And again, limitless. Like if someone is hella mean to you or talking down to you, even if their tone of voice was rude and you didn't like it, Revise that shit and make it like the best experience you've ever had. Like they were hella friendly to you. Everything went your way. You left the encounter so happy and keep repeating it in your mind to the point where if you do think back on it, like this revision is now your new memory. And I know for like, this might sound like, wait, like, so you're just being delusional completely yes, with your yes, life. Yes, you are. But like, exactly. And it's like, what are memories anyway? We all have memory, like, any, every memory is basically what we perceived to be to what really happened. But again, mm -hmm. that's from our own perspective. Someone else could have that same memory from their point of view. And what if they had a great ass time and you're here struggling? So it's like, if you're going to look back on a memory and feel negative, like, why not revise that shit and feel good about it? Like, honestly, Damn. what difference is it going to make in your mind? Damn. And then if you think from about it, yeah. add, add into that, because like, if you, if you, you always complaining in your head and replaying like me for example i was literally doing this this morning i am guilty i was replaying a situation that annoyed the hell out of me and if i just did that instead of like you know what actually no that person was actually kind yeah god damn it jasmine ah! <laughs> and so i think because so i revised before like and i've been doing revisions like for every aspect of my life um so now basically if most of my memories now that I've kept revising are all positive ass experiences of working. Mm. And it's no wonder this perfect job now entered my reality. Like I wouldn't appreciate this job if it wasn't like for my revisions, honestly, I'm like scripting. Cause you, well, shit, I'm gonna have to rethink the statement now. Cause mm -hmm. I don't want to say that anymore. Cause we, we talked before about you let me just be careful what I'm saying. Well, fuck it. Nah, go, it ain't go, go for it. We was talking about just, we don't want to do nine to five shit. I don't want to mm. do what I don't want to do. It annoys me. And then now, poof. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. And I think, and honestly, I'm in the same boat. And I think that's the beauty of the spiritual ev evolution. It's like, why not allow ourselves to change and kind of change our perspective about things? Mm. So it's like, dude, I was so against the nine to five. But when I think about it, it's like, well, first of all, like you could always manifest. Why not make it the best possible situation? Like That's if you have to go down that route or it's like the most logical thing to do, because like at the end of the day, we do need money. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of my perspective. Like I have to, like, I'm excited because I literally just created a new role. Yo, like, yes. Fuck? yes. But 
I have to admit at this point, I am even more excited that this is the perfect, the perfect thing to fall into my lap to make all of my other two desires come true. I get to work remote and travel now, bro. And I'm going to get my rollie, my custom rollie from all this extra money. Like, oh, so think. cool. And the fact, hey, and the biggest flex out of all this shit is you, <laughs> the roll didn't even exist. The roll didn't even exist. <laughs> what? Dude, and that's the, yo, with any manifestation and imagination, let that's, this is why you have to let go of the logic. If I talked to anyone else about this in my life, they would have been like, oh, like, you have to go through a, it's going to be a long process. Like, you just have to accept whatever they offer. I was like, dude, like, you can have whatever you want. The logic does not matter. Oh, my God. They, they're not even, they weren't even hiring right now. This, there was no opening. <laughs> and they gave you an extra 10K. What do you mean? What? What? Like... Hey, this might be one of your most impressive ones, honestly. God damn. <laughs> we gotta we gotta score keep the manifestations at this point. Yeah, for real. But, but I wanted so... to say Oh no, go ahead. Um, because I, I think before uh, I got called, that's so call, cool too. I got this call like right in the middle of this podcast. Um real-time manifestation, bro. Yeah. And so like that's the beauty of a re uh revision that I'm seeing. So it's like, not only can I completely revise my path, I'm literally recreating my life's experience. But then like, the awesome thing about revision is like, you can do this for anything. So it's like, what we, what I was saying before, um, I think a couple of days ago, I only had two drinks as well. Oh. But because I've been mostly sober this whole year, like those two drinks took me out, bro. Yeah. I didn't eat anything, didn't drink enough water. And I had a meeting early in the morning. So uh, right before I slept, I was like, I, I revised my night. So I was like, all right, instead of me out partying all night, which is, which is awesome. Like, I, I don't necessarily want to change that. But in terms of my body, I don't want to change that. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, let me revise this. So like, I imagined myself that night instead. Um, again, this was only a few hours beforehand. So I was like, all right, a few hours ago, instead of partying and drinking, all right, I was meditating. I was doing yoga. I was cozying my bed, reading a book, and I fell asleep early. Whoa. And I kept replaying that, imagining it, and like really making it as real as possible for myself. And when I woke up, that was the first thing I did again. I imagined what I did the night before. I woke up totally fine, bro. Like, if anything, a little bit more energized than I usually no was. Way. Had the meeting, but then as soon as the meeting was done, like, I just took a nap. <laughs> so, like... Hey, I've been appreciated naps recently. I was anti-naps. but I You were? Naps. I, what bro? How are you anti-nap? Cause I hate it. Cause I feel like I was missing out on like that time. Like if I'm sleep for like four hours, it's like four hours I could have been like doing something. But then okay. my body's just been like, no, motherfucker, you need to rest. So I've been enjoying yeah. my couch naps. I I love a nice couch nap. Dude, couch naps are the best. <laughs> Yo, those hit extra hard. They do. You got the pillow. <laughs> it is. It's, it's the best. The it's the best one when you're not even trying to go to sleep. Like your body just like, let's just, let's take a time out right now. Yeah. Night, night. <laughs> night, night. We going to sleep. But no, I was, I've been, I was always anti-naps. Like catch me when I go to sleep. But even like recently, um, I don't know if anybody can relate that's listening right now. I've been like super tired and like, I'll get a good amount of sleep. But like, I've just been extremely like drained recently. If yeah, I could, if here. I could sleep all day, I would. I, I personally would what do you think it is because like I i've been feeling that know. too you think like it's something in the collective i feel like it has to be because i've been because like you know if like a i didn't get enough sleep or i might have been eating too much of this or drinking too much of that whatever the yeah. case may be but it's like no i'm just i'm genuinely tired like i just i would just love to chill on the couch to be honest yeah it gotta be something have you been having have you been having like more vivid dreams too? I have not as much because um I'll smoke before bed, so that'll block <laughs> me from remembering. Um, so I am. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're laughing at me because every time we record, I'm supposed to still, I'm supposed to take that break, and I don't take that break. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Oh shit. But yeah, no, but the ones I do remember, it's just because it's just a lot. It's like, yeah, dreams, yeah, we know that they feel real, but like lately it's been like as if it's like if me and you were chatting right now, like that vivid, like I couldn't tell yeah. the difference. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. And I do try to pay attention to like messages in my dreams. Like mm -hmm. I will like be, I really appreciate when they are so vivid because it's like I clearly remember stuff. Yeah. Um, and then like I instantly just like Google like dream interpretation. So it's like I had a dream the other day. Um I was at a basketball game, but I had like course side seats, which is awesome. Oh, but I was hanging out with like what with a random York? group of I had it felt like Las Vegas. Cause it, like it was this like weird mall. Probably a WNBA game, maybe. Oh, maybe. I could have sworn I saw Lance Stevenson, which is like the most random no. player I could think of. <laughs> oh fuck! Hey, this is gonna happen. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then the dream, like I was just like stealing Korean money from this Korean girl, because like I guess in my dreams she was just like hella rich but like super drunk, so. I I guess like dream me was like she wouldn't even notice. Yeah. But like I would never do that in real life. So I was like, I have to look this up. Like what does this be? Yeah. <laughs> but dude, I love naps though, cause and I feel like I learned this early on, just in terms of like, all right, if we kind of take a step back like a bird's eye view, mm -hmm. you know those like hella exciting moments in our life where it's like like let's say like you're about to travel, like or you're just going to be hella busy where it's like, you don't even have the option to take naps. Yeah. I feel like whenever we go through those, like, I don't want to say lazy, because honestly, I think even all types of rest are hella productive. That's probably yeah. when you're the most productive, honestly, just feeling good and relaxing. Yeah. Um, But I kind of take it like whenever I notice like my body is getting a little bit more sluggish or like, I just want to be in bed all day. I will take every single opportunity because I'm like, whoa, like, what if this is my body preparing, knowing that my life is about to be super exciting or hectic soon. And this is kind of like the rest period I can take right now. What the so that's why it's like, I never feel guilty about that. Damn, that's a nice perspective though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like you're recharging because our bodies know the future. Damn. Like our bodies know what's going to happen. I've never thought about it from that perspective. That's wild. Yeah. So never, dude, anytime you feel sleepy, bro, close your eyes and take those chances because you never know when the next time you'll get to do that. That's so true, though. Ah. Uh, damn. I got to sit on that one. Yeah. That's heavy. That's heavy. I saw something, Um, like, yeah, we know, like, dreams are messages, but I don't, I don't think we really, like, fully grasp the... I, not even like the importance of it like the, I guess just like the non-coincidence of it like if if we if we're remembering something before we wake that's a message or something that we were supposed to pay attention to and we shouldn't take that lightly I'm realizing yeah yeah because out of everything we can remember it's like yo why is our brain and subconscious choosing this dream specifically random... like, I don't think it's a coincidence either yeah like what's what's it to it i don't know i've been really playing so oh i was about to say a, a, a past memory that's not my reality anymore so i'm okay <laughs> i've been pre-revised re memory pre-revised memory <laughs> i gotta play around with this it's gonna be fun i've been playing around um with my reality a bit more um in Ooh. terms of like just the presentness and the groundedness like if I catch myself about to complain about something, I'll just immediately just switch. But it's like, okay, like for example, I don't like commuting downtown in the morning. It's just a long process, mm -hmm. and I would rather use that time sleeping before work, yeah, preferably. But however, then I'll say, but damn, I get to sit on this river before I start and to see this amazing view and just be present and be by water that's so cool so i'll start and i'm and I'll, I'll i'll completely just do a rampage of okay but then i get to scoot if i you know if i want to or i can grab some tacos you know of the thing 
And then you you start like, ooh, okay, this 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 actually isn't too bad. But playing around with that in the most detailed way whenever you're about to complain about something and it's being like, but look at all the amazing things that are in my life right now. Like, why the hell am I complaining? The, the fact that I'm even complaining about this situation is me in the reality that I wished for all that time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to like, like fully go into it. Yeah. I think it's so easy to see like, the complaining aspect of it especially like bro like anything that disrupts sleep too it's like yo fuck this shit (laughs) i want my sleep yeah i think that's like such a great that's such a great way to be present too it's just like taking that time to appreciate everything around you in the moment yes be here now like i'll every time because i know you have that tatted i know you have a tatted (laughs) and i'm like because i'll i'll see you um It'll pop my hair randomly, and then I'll be like, okay, no, I need to be in this moment. It's so weird. I'll be washing the dishes, and then it just flash across my head, like, be here now. And I'm like, okay, let me be present washing the dishes. Let me not be on autopilot yeah. thinking about the next thing I'm going to do, and the next thing, and the next thing. Because you never – So I, I catch myself sometimes, like, you haven't been present at all today. Like, you've been on completely go mode. Mm-hmm. And this is why the day goes. And I love what Yakar Tolle said. It's like, as soon as you're aware that you're not being present, you are. So like, that's all you got to do is just like you... spot that moment. Yeah. It's so simple. <laughs> Yo, have you seen, okay. Have you seen the the government admitting they have alien stuff? Alien bodies? Someone was talking to me about it last night. So I think like the only thing I know about it is that this woman spoke about her testimony of it yes. and then people were just like asking if they believe in aliens i was like fuck yeah like who doesn't because <laughs> i was like Damn. But th- tell me about it so they, they had a hearing uh this week and a few uh i saw a clip of a few uh people just talking about having the bodies the spaceships have come in contact and i'm like damn y'all finally like outwardly saying that but then because, I mean, it's no coincidence with everything. Um, I, I I have to check this, but I believe it was the same day Hunter Biden had his trial. I have to mm-hmm. fact check this. Um, but I was like, damn, if not, one, not a lot of people are talking about it. And two, it really, ch- I wonder what it does for those who um, believe in, in religion. Because if you're going based off what a um, what your religion says, this is like, oh. yeah. But wait, 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 wait. Maybe that's what's needed for them. Not I mean, not saying it's a bad thing, but um, just I guess a, a group of uh, whatever. Um, this is poppy sounding worded so poorly. Sorry, I was listening. No, the, no, you're good. I'm following the um the out the outlandishness of it that damn there's a another species out there makes you wakes you in a different way because it questions everything you've known so then that's what you needed ah damn this shit is really deep yeah that's what i wonder too like because um so it's like my family's muslim um i don't remember having like my mom's super educated like she studied biology and I remember we were just having like this random conversation about like how, because uh, I was telling her, oh, there's evidence that the Sphinx in Egypt is actually like millions of years old, which is wild to think about. Oh, I can even Cause, imagine that. Yeah, because there's evidence at the foot of the Sphinx, there's like fossilized like seashells and stuff like that. So that means it was underwater at some point. Damn. But the Egyptian government is holding back on the, those types of research because like it is a Muslim. Primarily, like there's a lot of Christians too, but um, you know, confirming certain facts will completely go against what's written in the Quran or the Bible, and I don't think people are ready to hear that. But, but okay. that is it. Let's play around with that thought, though. Mm-hmm. What 
what you've known your entire life is completely shattered. And it's, and it's like, well, what, what do I go to? But then I feel like at some point you're like, oh, wow, I need to go within. Mm. I, can't, I can't everything else. If, if this, if, if I, if this belief I have held my entire life isn't true, then what's true? Yeah. What can I trust? What else is, yeah. not, you know, then you have to go inward. Did you ever have, what was that moment? Did you ever have that moment in your life? And I'm sure you have, but I'm trying to think of like when my world was kind of shattered in that way uh, to make me you, go within. Well, shit. It was two pivotal moments in my life. One was a uh, relationship, uh, past relationship that sparked the like, idea of like wow okay this is this shit is not what i thought it was and mm -hmm. then watching the secret uh i just remember sitting in my mom's living room i would never oh, forget this God. i was sitting in front of the tv and, um so somebody uh a old friend of mine told me to watch the secret and i finally did it and i just remember like it was my i saw this vision in my head of my mind completely it's like and then it just hit me. I'm like, damn, I create this shit? And I just woke up. I'm like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. It's Because, like, guys, it's, you're not the victim of reality. Reality isn't happening to you. You're scripting it. Yeah, there are other components yeah. that, um, that exist within, but you control how you react. You can control, control what's next. You can control your perspective on it. So if somebody's rude to you, you can say, you can use it as a moment to be like, you know what? People are actually pretty nice to me. Because maybe that person being rude to you was just for, um, that contrast for you to then be like, you know what? Oh, I didn't, that wasn't really, uh, I didn't really like that. Let me, I want to experience that. Yeah. So it's like, if you, uh, it's just, it's like the game of life, man. Yeah. And I'll say, like, it really does take a lot of accountability. Like, when you view the world of, so, like, if every, if everything is just a, a mirror of your own vibration and your own thoughts, like, and shit isn't going your way, like, that takes a lot of accountability to look, like, the first, because if something doesn't go my way or is unpleasant or I'm experiencing contrast, the first thing I ask is, like, fuck, like, what in my vibration attracted this? Like, yeah. what do I got to clean up here? Or, like, what core belief do I have that I can, like, revise now? Cause it's not happening to it's it's not happening to you randomly like and then some people yeah. are challenging but like but but I didn't ask for that to happen I wasn't thinking it everything is a collection of a vibration so it could be a thought yeah. it could be something that you observed something you read and it just yeah it just so happened to manifest yeah and dude it's so surprising like when you really take that time to like reflect. Yes. Like, I am to this day, I am continually surprised of like a core belief I have about a certain topic that I honestly never knew I thought about. Whoa. So, and one thing I've been doing, like, especially with manifesting, is I'll just like, if, some, if a manifestation is kind of going a little bit slow or it's like I'm not really seeing movement on it, mm -hmm. now what I ask myself is like, all right, what do I think is holding this manifestation back? Ooh. And I'll instantly have a list of things. And I'm like, there you go, bro. Like, I literally just made up a list of my own blockers just because I believe it's blocking it. Versus, like, I could easily remove those beliefs and instead tell myself, he's like, absolutely nothing is going to get in the way of this. Like, everything always works out for me and everything always comes at the perfect timing for me. The dope part about everything, because it gets to a point, and me and you have had enough stuff happen for it's just a full no, and it's as easy as you moving your hand and picking up whatever, that we have a catalog of events and situations that have manifested or just we've created uh, and surrendered to, and so how it all worked out to know, just like, damn, okay, I run this shit. If I if yeah. I move this way, we cool. If I don't move this way, yeah. we not cool. Yeah. 
That's dope. How do you have a catalog of, of creations as a creator? That's oh, that's awesome. I know. And dude, we only just got started, honestly. That's like this is just the beginning. That's the most exciting part, to be honest. Yeah. It's like once you like really tap into being a deliberate creator and seeing the manifestations yeah. like really come to life, it's like and it's, it's always gonna be like that. No fucking way. It actually oh, happens. It's dope too, cause if if everything that we wanted, we got it like right then, like whatever your deepest desire is jasmine if you had it right now it wouldn't mean much because the journey that you had to take to get there you would have met three amazing people uh would have went on four amazing trips like the the buffer that you need like that buffer that ah that's why we need the delay period yeah and what i i do want to talk about um so kind of like more Neville Goddard teachings, um, yeah, but like from my own perspective, that's like been blowing my mind. Yeah. So Neville explains that, all right, let's say like your head, like you imagine something that you truly desire. And first of all, like the best thing to do is imagine what he calls the end state of your mm-hmm. desire. So like, for example, with relationships, I know a lot of people, um, they meet someone, they're really into them and Maybe at first you're just manifesting them talking to you more, like getting a phone call or a text or just like, like maybe you're just hoping you survive the talking stage, you know? But it's like, dude, that's so meaningless. Like what's your end state? Isn't the end state that you really want is like a full divine relationship? Isn't it like the marriage, the kids, like living happily, growing with each other? It's like in the grand scheme of things, what the hell is a text message or phone call going to represent? Like, what does that mean to you? And so it's like, when you kind of pinpoint your desires, it's like, you really got to think about like, wait, what do I really want this? Or it's like, what am I really reaching for? So now with every goal, I'm just going to the end state. And so even in my imaginations, um, sometimes it's fun to just like manifest like a text or a phone call too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the, cause we always need those baby steps, yeah. um, especially to build our confidence. But um, so what I've been learning Take, and you can take literally every single one of your desires. So I'll use mine as an example. Like I am, I'm using a specific person in my life right now, uh, just cause I'm really into them. And like, they're like the perfect, they're the perfect actor right now in my imagination seems like to fill that space of my desire. So I want to have a divine union. I can see my dream home or like elements of it, the vibe I want to have having kids around my dream car. And right now I really want that custom Rolex. Come on. And I want to feel like fulfilled and like really having abundance through my own purpose and really helping people. So what you, those are like, what, like five or six or seven or eight different desires, right? Yeah. You can combine, imagine how powerful it is. Choose, create and choose one imagination scene that combines everything you want. So what I imagine my end state is, and this is one of my favorite things to imagine. And you could do this, like literally go, let your imagination go wild. So mine is, it's my kid's first birthday party. I'm sitting next to my husband. We're smiling so happy. Oh, another desire. I really want to get, I want to be fluent in Spanish and learn how to sing. So I'm singing happy birthday to my kid in fluent Spanish. Everyone, my friends and family are so happy. I see my dream car in the garage. I have a rolly on my wrist and the party is in a beautiful backyard. That's a garden. So it's like that one scene implies so much. That means I'm in that divine union. That means I have a happy family. I have happy people are happy all around me. I'm in my dream home. I got the car. I got the abundance. And clearly, like, if I'm living that abundantly, like, I'm obviously living in my purpose and making money off of it to do so. And the, so it's just, it's so cool to, like, you don't have to imagine, like, or, like, think all of your desires have to be separate. Like, combine, like, how would your dream life really look like limitlessly? And I'm sure, like, as my imagination expands, like, I'm going to get deeper into it. But Two other things that you could go next level with is any, when you're imagining that end state, 
maybe you just imagine you're looking at your watch or you're looking at your phone or you're looking at the calendar or something and you see today's date on it. Mm. Bring that end state into the present. This isn't anything in the future. This is all happening right now. And even as I'm explaining it, like I... I understand the significance and how powerful that technique could be, but I don't think even I fully realize how powerful that could really be. Like really convincing my subconscious that all of this stuff that I'm imagining and really feeling to be real and like really get deep into your imagination, especially if you're a really visual person, like, bro, like I'm smelling the birthday candles. Like I'm smelling the flowers in the garden. I'm hearing my family and friends laughing and having a good time. I'm hearing the music. Like, I'm feeling like the sun in the backyard and like hearing my kids laughing, you know, or like my husband's hand, like on my lap or something like get as detailed and vivid as possible. And then know that it's happening right now. This is next level. Yeah. And there's, yo, this shit gets so deep, but that's basically been my practice right now. The imagination And then I revise anything that I feel might be a blocker to Mm -hmm. that. So I've been revising my past relationships. So at this point, like every relationship I've had has been so fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And like me and my exes are just like on great terms. Like we got, we agree, we broke up amicably. There was like no heartache, like everything was smooth as fuck. And I'm just like slowly like revising my past to transform myself into my future self. It was this, uh, as you were saying this, I remember this uh, this one part in The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, where he was, he's talking about if you complain about your coworkers and like you scripting a different uh, version of them and then then that presents itself in a reality. Because it's so true. If you, if you continue to mm-hmm. add negative energy to it, then it's only going to continue to be that experience but it's like those yeah. it's, it's those intricate details like you just explain it's like damn and that's the crazy thing too dude like everyone that you interact with like you're creating and attracting that from them yeah like something in your vibration like if someone's hella rude to you or is like always a bitch to you it's like something in your vibration is attracting them to behave that way Ooh. and maybe it's just you assuming that they're going to behave that way. And that's why they're doing it. And imagine just like, so in that case, like if you're, if someone's dealing with that, like I would probably revise so that like, and just take a few examples in your memory that stand out the most. And like, just imagine that person probably going out of their way to be friendly and helpful to you. And think about that so much that like, when you think about that person now, like you're remember quote, remembering, those good memories of them mm. instead of bad ones and see a difference bro because it's like at the core of it it's like everyone wants to feel good yeah and it's like if you hold that space vibrationally for someone to act the way they truly want to like mm-hmm. in a loving and nice way it's like you're easily going to see that come out of them <sighs> this is beautiful Dude, and it just yeah dude there's so much i could talk about this too because there's like a whole nother layer of like manifesting for other people revising for other people bro like this shit gets so deep oh let's let's because like i feel like the best thing you can do for people is just wish them well or even like because i've I've been in the habit like if i see somebody like if i see if i it'll be a random i'll be like in my head i'll say "I, i hope you have a great day or just like much you know much abundance just like rent because you never know but yeah let's talk about that Um, uh, Mm -hmm. revising for others yeah so um part so one thing that neville was saying um and again like the only reason like i'm like really i'm really fucking with neville just because it's like i'm I'm gonna tap back into him yeah and it's like dude like anything i talk about like i'm not i'm not gonna talk about anything that i haven't tried and practiced myself for a while and like the fact that i'm so obsessed with this dude like at least to me he means like dude like his shit works at least for me 
like I just resonate so much with that and this stage of my life like really feeling confident that I can create and revise the reality I really want to and he was saying that like what if you're manifesting for another person or wishing wishing them well and stuff the key thing is always wish wish for something for another person that you wouldn't mind receiving yourself Mm. so and that means and I think dude I actually wanted to talk about this too because I think this is where the concept of karma comes from Ooh, okay. So like, if you're wishing health on someone else, like clearly you want that for yourself too, yeah, you know? Mm. And he was saying something about like, even if that per- person isn't ready to receive it, you're going to receive that desire no matter what. So Dang. like really take the time to be intentional. And like, if you don't, if, if you're wishing for someone to have something that you wouldn't like to have, don't do it. Yeah. Because it will come back to you. And I'm thinking that's where karma comes from. Like, if you're wishing ill on someone, it's like, and if they're on a completely different reality, of course, they're not going to accept that like subconsciously. So it's like, that's just going to come straight back to you. That's wild. Because I never, I never get the, I never get the, like when people, because even like, let's say you and a, let's say you and a, a, a friend fell out. One person is negative. The other person is neutral. Like it just does nothing to wish ill or just be nasty. Like it does nothing. It does nothing. Instead, like you know what, this didn't work out. Yeah. I wish you nothing but the best. Yeah. It just feels better. Mhm. And I think like that's multi level too because to even reach that point, like. Clearly, you have to forgive them for something. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna wish someone bad in the first place, it's probably because you're feeling resentful. Like, you hate their guts. <laughs> like, I hate you. And you just like, yeah, like you're just like wanting revenge on them somehow, and like letting the universe do its work. But Not it's never gonna serious. be that way. No, it's never that serious. Because even like talking about like, because like if. Okay, guys, if you if you have like a an estranged relationship with a parent, a sibling, family member, whatever the case may be, or maybe they're just not doing the best, whatever the case may be, just speak the version of themselves that you oh, like Jasmine just said, you will want for yourself. Yeah. Damn. And and that's where revision comes in. So it's like, uh, and I'm I'm about to do this with my mom. Um, I just haven't gotten to it yet because I do. I have like a whole list of things I want to revise. Mm. But like, so my mom's suffering from arthritis and lupus. So I'm gonna revise, and I clearly remember very specific memories of her complaining about her pain. So I'm gonna revise all of that, and instead of her complaining, being in pain, like she's telling me how great she fucking feels like how energetic and limber and flexible she feels and i'm just going to continue to like and even in my imaginations i'm going to see her pain-free like smile on her face and just telling continually telling me how good she feels and i think a difference has to be there at some point like especially like when i get to the point where i believe it because now that's going to be my new reality for her like i have a mom that feels great all the time and I know this sounds like, this sounds like, dude, but don't these te- techniques sound just like, not only obvious, but it's like, why haven't I done this before? Right. Yeah, it's like, and everything is originating from our thoughts. Like, why not really put it to you? That's and so, for other people, too. Oh, that's so true. Because I got, one of my bros, um, I'll, like, if, if, if you're my friend, I'm going to correct you if I, if you talking to reality i wouldn't want for you so i'm like <laughs> no this is what happened and then yeah so i always i always do that with him and then he he, he finally reached his manifestation i was like told your ass I'm like if you just i was trying to tell you <laughs> he's like you were right because yeah. yeah. it does it because i read i heard somewhere oh no it was it was was it kanye no it wasn't kanye Basically, that people would rather be right, as in confirming that the reality mm. is what it is, versus the way you want it to be. So that ego, you need to check your ego in that moment. Yeah, dude. Because it does nothing. 
Yeah. I think a prime example of that is like uh like those women that always say like, oh like many shit. So it's like yeah. something happens and like a guy confirms that for them. It's like they'd rather be right and be like, see, men ain't shit. But it's like, don't you want men to be amazing? Don't you want men to be loving and their divine masculine, protective, supportive? It's like, why are you why do people try so hard to like defend what they don't want? It's crazy. That is true. That is true. Cause you'll defend that shit with your whole and it's and it it becomes it becomes like a badge of honor. Like 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 you said, see, I told you that man ain't shit. Yeah. And it's like no, you got like a little like you proud like you proud to be proved right. Like no, that's yeah. that's nothing. Yeah, it's like who, who's this helping? Right. Just all you are doing is cre- keep just keep creating that damn reality you don't want. Yeah. You go have that ain't shit, man. And you'll be yeah. complaining, and then the next one, he go sweet talk you, and blah, blah, blah. And that's exactly the law of attraction. It's like, you really do get everything you believe in. That's mind-blowing. I love this. Because sometimes you'll play, like, I'll play ignorant to it. Well, I haven't been playing ignorant recently, but before I took, I took a God break. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, no, nah, fuck that shit. We need to create right now. These are are intricate moments. Intricate, yeah. (laughs) These are important moments. Jasmine, I always ask this last question to my guests. You knew it. You knew it. What would your message be to humanity during this time? Know that you completely control your reality and literally nothing is impossible or inaccessible to you like the only thing holding you back for real is your own thoughts and beliefs and if you change that like literally the world is yours it could all be so simple guys it could all be (laughs) simple you're the creator of your reality (laughs) yeah i don't know i always forget about this question (laughs) i should you do every time, every time. Yeah. Maybe source like purposely makes me forget, so like I just like say whatever's in my heart instead of like something prepared. Yeah, because like if you, because you you would think about the answer, but it, I mean, yeah, it could have been more. You never know, but the end moment, like okay, this is what. And yeah. In that moment, every time I get you, every time, every time. <laughs> yeah. Jasmine, thank you so much for being on, guys. Thank you, Rich. And thank you, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Like, share, subscribe. Why is the spam risk number calling me? I don't accept random calls. Um, Be the best version of yourself. And yeah, I'm excited to play with my reality now because this... uh, I have a lot of... Well, that's, that's another conversation. But love you guys.